and welcome to another new episode of the Gold Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Lons, and I'm joined by my co-host, Shy. Hey, Shy. Oh, shmoopios, oh, shmoopios, wherefore out thou? Because uh, I always, this one was for what I thought was a terrific, terrific episode this week. It Loved was. it. Yeah. Uh, Aaron wrote it, the Romeo and Juliet. And, and it delivered a great character moment. I, you know how much I didn't want Adam to be back with Dana. Yeah. And I feel like they killed it. And I got a great, got to give my kids a great lesson that they shouldn't, like, they're little. But I don't want them pining after boyfriends forever, after it's over. So I feel like they learned about moving on. I think I need that lesson. I think I still have, <laughs> I'm still pining after my uh, sixth grade crush. I wonder where he's at these days. Well, speaking of crushes, everyone who listens to the show knows yeah. that you're waiting for your Jeff Schwartz to come into your life. I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for my Jeff. Uh, again, you guys, specifically the guys, uh, please DM me. Slide into my DMs. If you are a Jeff, <laughs> Madman Schwartz, I am looking and I am ready. And I hear, I hear the sounds of a Jeff Schwartz in the background. I do, too. And so we have a special guest guys i can't even emphasize how special of a guest we have today um it is the madman jeff schwartz sam learner is on the podcast so it's now a learner heads podcast this is today it is the learner heads podcast i mean everyone knows how much we are learner heads but today it is for real sam you're here oh you guys are so sweet um welcome to the learner heads podcast uh you know, it's a big get for loving us. Loving the name. Yeah. Really loving the name. Big get. Um, <laughs> yeah, because we are learner heads after your father, Sam Lerner. Um, huge learner heads. Oh, Ken. You mean Ken. Yeah, Sam. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sam, it's a, it's Ken. Okay. Oh, yeah, right, right. Sam, Ken, and of course, Michael. Michael, your uncle. yeah. Just all of the, all right. of the learners. Well, so... You know, and I'm so sure there's crazy, some, and there's so some crazy old Jews. Yeah, there's some learners I went to like Jewish day school with in Canada that I'm sure we can count also as either relations yeah, or people. they're included. <laughs> um, so welcome, Sam. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy to, I'm happy to be here. I did this a couple of years ago with Matt Bush, but that's right. Like, the, the JTP, well, the, that, but that was with, that was with Joe though. Yes. Right. right. So, so Joe and Ash are still involved. Of course, Ash was going to be here. She actually could not make it at the last minute. And they invited us to join the crew because they've been doing it for a long time. But I know as a fan of the Gold Nerds podcast, the JTP episode that you and Matt Bush did was one of my absolute favorite episodes. And I listened to it when I was waiting to go in to get LASIK surgery. So I have this like <laughs> very, very, very specific memory of listening to you guys. Oh my and God. Ash. Um, and so that was always that has always been. So it is. A, it's, it's awesome to have you here today. Uh that's so, incredible. I'm I'm happy to be here, guys. So, all right, Jeff. To me, as a as the I guess I'm like the official Jew of the Gold Nerds podcast, right? That's why we brought him in is so we could have authenticity uh, with our podcast. <laughs> exactly. That. Right. Wanted to make sure there was representation, and so for me, exactly. For we, me, we need more Jewish representation. <laughs> exactly. More Jewish. More yeah. Jewish representation in Hollywood. Uh, but mm-hmm. for for me, whenever there is a character like Jeff as like the the underdog Jewish guy in a in a show who gets the the, the dream girl, like that speaks to me. So I have been a Jeff Schwartz or your portrayal of Jeff Schwartz fan um, uh, from from the beginning. And uh, to, now you also played Evan on Suburgatory, right? Mm. 
Yeah, that was my first uh, like dip in the ABC pool. Got it. And and that in some ways, like yeah. Evan and Jeff, I feel like Evan and some, and I loved Evan on Suburgatory. That's an amazing show. Very like similar, very uncomfortable, awkward, nerdy guys. So yeah, I mean, totally. He's like but also the... Jeff Schwartz is is a little different because Jeff Schwartz had Barry and the JTP, so he's one of the guys in that scenario. But Evan, you kind of feel like has no friends. Oh. That's that's fair. Evans, in some ways, the proto Jeff. Jeff is like the 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 two point oh. So right, exactly. So when you so okay, so when you create a Jeff character, right? Because I mean, it's I, there is you in there, but there's also not you. We follow you on Instagram. You're you you don't seem like a shy <laughs> person at all. You grew up kind of around Hollywood. I have my moments. <laughs> how do you how do you channel that? How do you channel that to become the Jeff Schwartz that we all know and love? What's the what's the secret sauce there? I mean, honestly, I feel like I, I mean, this sounds so lame, but like I take my job very seriously. So like when I'm filming, I'm very like, I get nervous before a scene, you know, like I want to do a good job all the time. So maybe I kind of just channel those nerves that I naturally have inside and just, they kind of come across. I mean, I, I, I care a lot about this show and I want to do well every time I'm there. So I'm very like, I'm, I'm not as loose as I am probably on Instagram as I am when I'm filming, which maybe my castmates might say that that's not true. But in my own mind, I feel like I'm just so like, I like, okay, like don't forget your lines and, you know, and make sure to hit this mark and do this. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's like, it's totally in me. I can be very shy by the way, like depending on the scenario, I feel like I'm just, you know, it's Instagram. It's, it's a, it's a place to, to be a fake version of yourself. So I think I'm probably more similar to Jeff than I, than I, uh, you know, come across. So are you saying that Instagram is more of like an entourage version of your life? <laughs> I'm saying that Instagram, I'm like, my whole thing with Instagram is I try not to take it too seriously. Like, like, I feel like I have, like, I know people that are like, okay, you can't post this and you, you know, and you have to be very careful, like, which yes, you do. But like, I don't know. I just, I don't, I kind of make a lot of jokes because a, I think Hollywood is a crazy industry, and so I make a lot of like Hollywood jokes on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And B, I'm just like it doesn't matter. Like it's it's just it's just for fun to me. Like I can't take Instagram too seriously, otherwise then I'm gonna be depressed because it's a whole fake world it, on there. You know, like I'd rather live in the real world. I love your self-deprecating bits, like your oh, willingness yeah. to go and find. <laughs> I don't know if pe- those are friends who are messing with you, but when people do some sort of funny thing with your face or see see you somewhere else. I think it, it oh, says yeah. a lot about Or your... just trash you. They yeah. trash you a lot and you're like, oh, yeah. I love my fans. <laughs> yeah, awesome. you got it. Love that you bit. Know, it's all for the fans. Yeah. It's all for the fans. And yeah, no, I for some my sister thinks that um my dad must have been a sperm donor because there are so many people in the world that look like me. Well, like male, female, whatever. <laughs> everyone looks like me. I have so many people that are just like dead ringers and people will now send them to me, whether it be friends or just random DMs that I'll receive of people that look exactly like me. And so I repost them and I'm like, who is this person? Well, so that woman that was at the basketball game where she was like sitting down, that was not an actual Photoshop of you. That was a real woman. No, that was a girl. It was like a high school girl in a, in a vlog of that YouTube guy named David Dobrik. Oh yeah. You know that guy? Yeah. 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 By the way, I kind of like that guy. He's pretty cool. Um, 
you know, he's got like a good message. He's always like donating a lot of money to people in his videos, whatever, besides the point. Um, that was like someone screenshotted it from his video and I got all these messages like that's from David Dobrik. That's from David Dobrik from all these like little kids. Wow. And so uh, it was some like he was at some high school game or some high school pep rally. Yeah, it looks like, like, a, like probably a high, yeah, giving... high school pep rally or something like that. <laughs> yeah, he's probably just giving 50 grand to someone. So, you know, <laughs> casually something like that. Yeah. And so that one that I think is the most similar but the funniest one that i've come across recently is that i look exactly like gypsy rose blanchard from <laughs> from the you know like the, the little girl who yeah. murdered her mom oh. yeah yeah so we all know her we all so, know her yeah it's gr- it's great to look like gypsy you know i'm just really enjoying it so my life is great that's amazing um so I yeah. guess I got so so we always talk about our favorite moments on the Goldbergs. I don't know how much time you have to talk about and remember the show since you've you got to like work on it. But uh, we were going over our favorite Jeff moments. I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off a couple of ones. Yeah, probably do the same. Yeah. So for me, I think and one of the so the Goldbergs is the show I watch with my kids. Like I have an eight year old and a six year old, and this is what like our first family show that we sit down to watch as a family is this show. So. Truly, That's awesome, like, man. you and the whole cast, like, you mean a ton to my family and to my kids. Um, this, That's really sweet. This is the family show. And so I've watched over and over and over again tons of episodes with the kids. And um, the Rush episode, which is often the episode I show people as the first episode because I think it's perfection, is also mm-hmm. the episode where you have the flock of seagull hair with the <laughs> with the honey. Oh, that's amazing! You know what's funny is my best friend Cameron. He has my, that's my caller ID when I call him. Is that photo of me as, with the flock of seagulls hair? That's epic. That that is amazing. <laughs> so that and just yeah. the 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 desperation of the fact that the bees are after you is is great. I know. Oh my god, it's crazy. Yeah, and that's so that's the one obviously where. Um, where AJ and Haley are playing, they're they're like doing the concert on the stage, right? Mm-hmm. That's oh, cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rat- yeah. Tom, Tom oh Sawyer. yeah. That's a great episode. Was, was yeah, Ro- Tom Sawyer, and that song was stuck in our heads for weeks. Oh my god, as, what a song! As it should be. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you don't. You mean you don't have Tom Sawyer always stuck in your head? <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm going through life wrong. About it. Yeah. I know. That's really funny. Yeah, it's it's definitely a super catchy song, and it's great. But yeah, I, I do like that episode a lot. And why did I dress as Flock of Seagulls? Is it to impress Erica? Yeah, yes. if I remember correctly, yeah. that's hilarious. Because they're going through before... phases. They're going. They had like a Cindy Lauper phase, and then they like had a. They went through their Rush phase, and you, you were always right. behind in the phases. So they had like. <laughs> their flock of seagulls phase or something and then like once they moved over to rush you finally were flock of seagulls and they're like no we're over that <laughs> hey, oh, i think cool. you even had a johnny always, Atkins always a little too late yeah <laughs> oh yeah i remember that that was so funny yes that was funny um, that's awesome one of my favorites is when you're trying to woo erica in season three you guys haven't gotten together yet and it's a valentine's day episode and you get her a dove put her in a put it in her locker but it's actually a pigeon that you painted and it poops all over her locker um trying to oh impress my her God. that was so funny uh, it's so crazy that that was like four years ago now it's so weird to think about it all kind of just draws together especially because we do so many episodes like i could not tell you what season certain things are from like i think 
Dirty Dancing is from season four, though. I'm almost season positive. three. Season three. Close. Fuck. I, I, Close. It's Close okay. enough. It's okay. It's, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. This is an explicit podcast, I guess. Okay. Uh, awesome. um, we get we. Um, I, and I only say like I I know season three so well because that's really my gateway season. That's the season where I like fully fell in love. Um, but it, I mean, like it, it's funny that you say that because if someone came up to me and asked me about something from my job, I wouldn't be like, "Oh yeah, I knew that was in 2014," right? But it must be <laughs> weird that you have to talk to people about your job and people like know specific moments and episodes, and and you know, obviously it's you got to it's must be pretty hard to remember all that stuff. Right? And you're not also watching uh, yeah, it 20 I mean, million times like fans are. <laughs> I mean, some fans, you know, when, when you watch Friends, you watch you can't just watch it once; you watch it a hundred times so fans are they understand Very and like true. know the detail and it's like well I, I read the lines four years ago and it was fun I rem- you know they always say or you guys not everyone but it's like oh it was fun when I did it but how am I supposed to remember what happened four years ago at my job <laughs> um, right exactly was it some some like actor said recently he's like when people come up to me and they start like recounting these moments it's like Dude, I did that so long ago. I've moved on to a thousand other things. Like, I don't remember what, I don't even remember doing that. And that's, like, I think I'm, I'm not that high level yet. So obviously I remember doing all this stuff, but I definitely can't place what season it, everything is. Well, we both agree, though, that the Dirty Dancing episode is one of the best episodes. Um, we, yeah, we it's great. We were just like, holy crap, uh, Jeff and Erica. I think that that might be. I think that might be like part of the reason as to why they made me a series regular on the show. Now, because um, that episode was just so like the chemistry between you two like, is palpable. You felt it. Yeah, yes. yeah. It was that was great. As fans, some relationships like are forced on shows. What you know on different shows, and some are like so natural that people just like they gravitate to them. In our crew of the Gold Nerds, I've always been the hardcore Jerrica fan. That's true. Um, versus, <laughs> That's awesome. versus the general Blaney masses, as I look over to my co host right. over here. But I've right. always that, been. I mean, I don't want to say that one was forced, but I, you know, I think it, it gave somewhere to go with both of those characters. But I don't know. Ours definitely, like, because they teased it for so many years, yeah. like, it it was really great when it got, when people got that payoff, you know. And I'm shocked that I'm even still like. Obviously, I'm so happy to be on the show, but I'm shocked that they still make it work with me being there because there are certain episodes where it's like, what are we gonna do with Sam this episode? Because I'm in every episode now, right? Yeah. And and like you know, and they kind of just will throw me into this bit or they'll throw me into that, and it's it's really fun for me because I love this show and I love working with all those people, but. I definitely sometimes I'm like, are the writers struggling to like write storylines for me? Well, you're you know you're part of, you're part of the family. I mean, I think for us, once they revealed, especially once they revealed that on school that you and that you that Jeff and Erica are living down in Norfolk and that their life is happy, I think right the, the ever presence of Jeff doesn't ever feel forced because that's where if there was a sort of teenage years high school boyfriend that ended up marrying into the family, I think realistically they would be around that much. Totally true. True. So I guess that's very true. Yeah. So you made, and a that point. was a great moment when I when I did do school. Then when they, or when Haley did that episode of school, then they said, "Where's Jeff?" And and she was like, "Oh, don't I don't want to talk about it." But it's like you knew that I was still in the picture. I was so happy, and my I called my parents. I was like, "Guys, I don't think I'm getting written off the show. It's great. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> they're not killing me. I think me. I'll be on it. Yeah. Oh, they're not yeah. killing me off. Oh, the JTP episode of Schooled is perfection. Oh, so good. Oh, that was so funny. It, how funny is that? In fact, so here's a here's a sort of fan observation. 
um, about that episode. So I, I had some adjusting to do to, with CB with CB to yeah. Brett Dyer. Yeah, and, I mean we both not, we Brett, all, not Brett Dyer, not Brett. He's Dyer. talented. He's awesome. oh, he's so great. And you know, I mean, Lon's uh, knows yeah, Brett. Brett is very funny. Yeah, yeah I've I've um, you've been bumped, a fan. Yeah, I've been oh. a fan of him. I've bumped into him. Oh, okay. A times, but there you go. So yeah. you really know him. Um, <laughs> But for me, okay, so I reason, recently, for some reason, started watching wrestling. It's like getting older, so I'm getting younger <laughs> in my mind. But there's this concept of putting a character over, meaning like a more famous character like appears with a less famous character, and by them appearing together, there's like a validation. And when the JTP validated CB and Brett Dyer, I was like, okay, he is now oh, part that's of the Goldverse. Yeah, and yeah. like even though he doesn't – he, I think he calls it like TPJ or yeah, something. He messes it up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he messes yeah, it he up, he doesn't know how to say JTP. Yeah. yeah. Even though he messes it up. Yeah, uh, he's still. No, I just think he Sorry. works well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's still endearing. You know, he's doing his best. He, he's trying. He, exactly. I, I actually, I think Brett is super funny, and I, I'm, I'm happy that he's in this little universe with us. I think he, I think he brings a lot to that show. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and among uh, everyone else, who's also great. Yeah, they're they're great. Um, I know that they're working when the show's working when my kids are naming the side characters. Like, oh, my, that's awesome. Um, so, you, uh, so you mentioned transitioning from side character to main character. So, what's the experience, right? So you're you're a supporting character sometimes, right? In those episodes where you're on the side, but then there's an episode like Food and a Jeffy, which is so brilliant. Mm-hmm. Where like where 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 Jeff invented Postmates <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but where Jeff Garland and the entire cast of Cheers are your supporting characters when you're the A story. Wasn't that wild? I was thinking exactly that. I was like, "What is my job? Like, I get to work with not only Jeff, who I love so much, and I get to work with him all the time, but I'm just like, it's just me opposite the cast of Cheers. It was like so magical. I'm just like grateful for the opportunity." You know, it's it's really really cool. Do you have to do warm up takes to try and get it out of your mind that oh I'm like acting <laughs> across Christy Alley right now or like, I because you work with Jeff a lot, but when you have the Cheers cast like opposite you, I, I, do you have to pinch yourself I mean, or anything I, or? Kind of, but I mean, like I said before, like I'm I'm always so when I'm there, like I'm so just ready, like I or at least I try to be super prepared. So it's like. I'm ready for this and I hide the, the nerves, I think pretty well, but like, yeah, I definitely wanted to talk to them. And like, I asked them a bunch of questions. I talked to Rhea Perlman the most, I would say, mm. um, cause we, cause we shot her bit first. And so she got to set earlier and, uh, you know, I got to talk to her for a while. And she uh, I so thought nice. you were going to say so you're more comfortable around Jews. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that too, naturally, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, they, it was. I I kind of just wanted to make them like feel super welcome, I guess. Like, you know, because even though they're legends, like you know, coming into a show that you don't usually work on, like it's a whole new crew and it's all these people, and you know, things are moving so fast, especially on our show because we move pretty fast. And you know, I just wanted to make sure to like welcome them and ask them questions and say thank you for doing this and and you know it's really cool for me to be able to work with you and you know i i tried to like pay my respects in that way to these people that have been these sitcom legends you know that is awesome gracious and menchie okay so speaking of menches <laughs> yes <laughs> i, I want to ask about two particular menches in your life 
One is, yes. of course, your your uncle, who I did not realize was your uncle until I saw like your video of him uh, at Seder. Like you were you were filming him at your Seder <laughs> or something like that. And I was like, oh yeah. my god, that's your uncle, um, who was yeah, in Barton Fink, which, which I saw as a kid and like blew my mind. And then I know that was that was what he was nominated for an Oscar for. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And then your dad, who is absolutely amazing on the show, uh, who is. Mm-hmm should have his own Instagram following him around at all times because he is <laughs> hilarious. I mean, I kind of do already. I feel bad sometimes. Like, there yeah, are times what? he's looked at me. Sorry, what was that? I was just saying, which show are you talking about? The Sam Lerner or the Goldbergs? Because he's a star <laughs> of the Goldberg of show. That is true. Yeah. But no, there, he... there have been moments where he'll, like, look at me and he'll be like, do you really have to film everything I do? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, damn it. Like, now you got now you made it not fun. Like uh, we were all having fun, and then you got to get serious about it, Dad. Well, my sis, um, my sisters and I relentlessly mock our mother, and it's our way of showing our love. So exactly, I mean, you're on a show He's that's entirely so built funny. around that. Exactly, and and you know what's hilarious is my little videos of Ken, my dad, were kind of what got him on the show. Um, because they knew who he was, obviously, you know, like they, but this was like back when I was transitioning from like guest star into series regular and, you know, and and then I think that once I was a regular, they wanted to kind of expand on my world a little more. And so they were like, why don't we give Sam a, a, a dad character? And, and Adam messaged me on Facebook. I'll never forget this he messaged me and said, dude, the videos of your dad ordering Chinese food are so funny. Do you think he would want to be on the show? And I was like, I was like, First of all, 100% yes. And second of all, that's amazing. The fact that he, like Adam, the creator of the show that I work on, which I'm so happy to be on, watches my stupid YouTube or Instagram videos of my dad ordering Chinese food. Like I had no idea that he cared. And so it was really cool that he was like, you know, I, I've always been a fan of your dad and I've always known him, but I didn't know if he even wanted to do the show. And I'm like, oh my God, this is every family's dream. Like every acting family's dream. It's like... It's so cool. <laughs> so are we going to try and get your uncle Michael into the show? Is that what you're saying? Does Jeff get an uncle? Yeah. You know, I've thought about that, but my uncle is nuts. Like, he's he's such a, he's just such a crazy dude in, like, a very great, like, in a fun way. Like, I love Michael so much, but he's, like, there's been times where I've been, like, out in public with him, and he'll, like, tell some random person, did you know I was nominated for an Oscar? Like, he's, like, <laughs> so... He's so proud of himself and self As he should, though. As he should. I know. By the way, I don't think I'll ever get nominated for an Oscar. So pretty cool that he was nominated for an Oscar and that, it, you know, he's such a talented actor and he gets recognized for it all the time. And he's built this amazing career. He's like, he loves to tell me, by the way, I've done over 150 movies. Like, shut up. You know, so <laughs> I just can't imagine him like in our like sitcom world, like, doing the lines i feel like a he would try to improvise and the writers would be like no michael like we need we need you to do the lines correctly and b it would just be like weird it would just be so i feel like he would be like talking george siegel's ear off which they because they know each other from way back in the day they used to the old timey hollywood guys yeah they used to play poker together which is amazing i had no idea um that's uh, wild and yeah, I, I just don't know how it would work out if he was there. He I can't. He could be like a, an optometrist that's won so many awards and he's like <laughs> fixed, you know, so many like legends' eyes and 
Uh, he's That's like funny. just one of those like walk in and be like, I've fixed over a hundred Academy Award winners. I. <laughs> That's they, really funny. They see because yeah, of me. And uh, <laughs> so don't tell me how to do <laughs> yeah. this burger. It, I don't know. It, can be, it can be Lou Schwartz's, like, you know, his nemesis. <laughs> yeah. That would be really funny, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be great. I, I think, like, a scene, like we did a, we did the thanks, we shot the Thanksgiving episode the other day. Oh, and nice. it was like, it was amazing. It was, it was, uh, Judd Hirsch was there, you know, oh, obviously because wow. he plays Murray's dad. And it was like, I had never worked with him before. And so I have like some nice moments with him and I could imagine. And it, so it was like Judd and then it was my parents. So it was Mindy Sterling and my dad and Jeff and Wendy. And like, it was just, and George Siegel. And it was just so cool. Like sitting at this table with all these acting legends and adding my uncle to that mix would be, that, that would be really cool. That, that would be you, really, really with, cool. With all those people, you could have had a minion. So, <laughs> so, all right. So we, we, uh, well, yeah, so we promised. So I promised Lons that uh, Lons wanted me to specifically ask you some Jewish things. Okay, so, just you know, just 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 like we always have like a learning experience <laughs> I, on this podcast. I, I, I do. I always I tend to fill people in, being like, "Well, that's Hanukkah," and on this night of you know, giving giving the <laughs> backdrop. Um, so I have a couple of Jewish things to ask you about. So number one, to like. Let's you, see how let's see how Jewish I really am. Well, no, no, it's not a quiz thing. It's a matter of it's a quiz. When and they, if you fail, goodbye. When they do, when they <laughs> if do, you fail, you are no longer Jewish. No, when you do any of the holidays or any of the like specifically Jewish, I guess a lot of the writers are Jewish too. But um, do yeah. George or you and Jeff ever bring anything in from your own family's shtick? Or, or correct the record or anything like that. Because, like, the other day when George said, um, when he said Fricacta, it was... <laughs> you love that line. It was, so made funny. me so happy. And I, I watched it with the... I was watching with the closed captions in that moment. I'd never seen the word spelled out. So, like, there are these amazing... <laughs> How is it spelled? Uh, apparently, F-E-R-K-A-K-T-E. I had no idea. Okay. Um, sure. So are there ever moments where you bring anything from your family, like especially when your dad's on the show or from your family's Hanukkah experience or anything like that? No, I mean, I think the writers kind of nail it pretty well there because they're like you said, there are a lot of Jewish writers. So I think they've nailed everything pretty well. I'm trying to think of any time because like my family's Jewish, but we're not that like we're like, I don't know. We, we go to temple once a year. We're those types of Jews. It's like a pretty common I, American Jew situation. I guess that's true. I didn't. I didn't even go this year to Yom Kippur because we were actually filming, which is hilarious. Wow, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of people not in synagogue then. <laughs> so, I know, right? That's what I'm saying. So, in doing our research for this episode, we were looking at a bunch of different Sam Lerner interviews, and there's one where you're oh, on the red. No. Car- you're, oh, I'm yes. So awkward. Well, there's one where you're being interviewed by a buddy whose name escapes me on the um, Avengers: Infinity War red carpet, and he asked you if you'd ever want to be in a Marvel movie. And you said, well, I, I don't know. Do they need a, like a little Jewish superhero? <laughs> so yes. I, I did say that. I, I, I remember that. Yeah. So I did some research into some of the superheroes that are Jewish. And I just wanted you to, <laughs> I, I wanted you to weigh in on. Oh my God. Uh, also going to call my agent right after this phone call. And be like, get me this job. <laughs> so, well, first of all, there is apparently an entire, uh, there are some real ones, but there's an, apparently an entire, uh, like actual Jewish superheroes made by the Judaica press, like the dreidel Madel and the Keepa kid. But we're not talking Hilarious. about those. Although if you were to play, you know, 
Mog and David, Mog and David, or the Keep a Kid. I would, I would totally go to that. I would watch you as the Menorah Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Menorah Man. These Sounds all... like the worst movie ever. <laughs> we we didn't make any of these up. These are all on Wikipedia. But there are characters. <laughs> so apparently, so we know in the DC universe, for example, Ragman is Jewish, right? Mm, yeah. He's the he's the child of Holocaust survivors. Yeah. And then Moon, oh, wow. Knight, and then Moon Knight, who they are casting right now, they actually are looking for Jewish actors to play Moon Knight. Um, Moon Knight? Wait, he, I'm Googling this right he, now. He's he's Marvel. He's Marvel. He's a little... He's sort of like a, a Batman but wears white and happens to be Jewish. Whoa, he's creepy looking. Yeah. So so there's that. There's uh, a, am I going to be too young for this, though? I'm probably too young, though. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> no idea. And then, <laughs> and then um, you know, if did you see Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, of course. So into the Spider-Verse, if you look really closely, Peter B. Parker is Jewish. He has a Jewish wedding Ooh. when they go through the flashbacks. <laughs> so I feel like that opens you up. That to, really opens you up. You know, you're already working for Sony. There's some issues with the Batman, yeah. the Super, the Spider-Man, uh, the Spider-Man property. Maybe if they have a big Spider-Verse, you can, you could be a Spider-Man. Um, but I, I have this fantasy that they're just keeping me on the Goldbergs to like to kind of groom me for the for the next big project. Okay. He doesn't even know it, but we're going to make him the biggest Jewish superhero. So, He's going to be the biggest Peter B. Parker to outlive <laughs> all the other Peters. <laughs> so so if you were to go – okay, so in, in looking at your different characters, um, even in Walk of Fame, which I, I watched the first half of, which by the way was really funny. It was like Barry without the murder. Um, yeah, it kind of was. Uh, um, uh, you tend to play these kind of – Jeff Schwartzian characters, Ballers. By the way, you were awesome on Ballers. Uh, you took the abuse from Rob Corddry like a champ. Um, oh, uh, that was so fun! I, I wish I, I, it's funny. Oh, since Ballers came out, like I've been getting recognized for that more than I've ever gotten recognized on the Goldbergs, which that, is hilarious. That, that that's awesome. I'd love to go on an aside about Ballers <laughs> in a second. But the big question is, yeah. is that like, is there a type of character that you want to play that's beyond the sort of the Jeff Schwartzian type of character and what type would that be? Like, do you see yourself being the, you know, the Joker one day or. Oh, totally. I mean, yeah, I would, I would love to do other stuff at some point for sure. Did you, I don't know if you guys saw that movie truth or dare. It was yes. like a, Lonson. it was that Blumhouse one. Yeah. The Blumhouse I kind of played, yeah. I kind of pivoted and played like, I played a douchey frat guy, which was so fun. Like it was not, it was not at all Jeff Schwartzian in any way and it was really different than what I usually play like I was the guy that was hitting on Lucy Hill's character and like creeping her out and then and then became <laughs> I a was creep. like exactly and then I came a creep and I'm the first one to die in that movie but um that was like <laughs> that was one time that I got hired to play something else and I felt a shred of hope as an actor I was like you don't just play one type of character you can do other things. Oh, we're super, by the way, we are super confident <laughs> that you can. I was curious as to what's the kind oh, you want to play most. Thanks, yeah, no, what's the kind you want to um, play most? Like, Yeah, do you want to go drama or do you want to do, you know, maybe I mean, I love, like a Ryan I love Reynolds comedy. type of comedy? That Get would some, be great. I yeah. mean, of course, he's the best. He's, but he's also, I feel like what makes Ryan Reynolds so special is that he's also the most handsome guy ever. So it's like, he's so good looking and then so funny. So it's like, he's just unique in that way. But yeah, I mean, I would love to switch it up at some point, but it's interesting. Like when you, when you're an actor in this, like in this business, especially 
like you kind of just want to work. So it's like whatever's working for me right now, like I'm just happy to do that. And then I feel like maybe over the years as I, maybe if I build my career a little more, then I'll have a little more say in the type of stuff that people consider me for. But, you know, to work on something like Truth or Dare was really cool because it was proving to other people and myself that I could play a different type of character. And I'm not similar to that character at all, but it was fun to be able to like tap into whatever part of me was able to play a frat guy, you know? That's um, cool. Well, but yeah, I mean, I totally want to do other stuff down the road. I'm I'm not sure... I like drama just as much as I like comedy, but it's it's just like when the opportunities aren't necessarily there, especially because I'm so busy with Goldbergs right now, mm-hmm. I I, I kind of just don't really think about it. You know, I'm just like, oh, well, you're lucky to have this job, so just, you know, see it through. Well, that's a really good attitude. Yeah, you're like a super well-adjusted dude. Wow. <laughs> um, so I mean, I'm just, I'm great. I'm genuinely very grateful. Like, I'm, I'm, I couldn't be happier to be on a show like the Goldbergs where we do 24 episodes a year. It's just very rare as an actor. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean like I have friends of mine that are on like Netflix shows or Amazon shows and, and it's like, obviously the, the content of what they're doing is probably, you know, a little more exciting because it's, you know, I've been on Goldbergs for six years now and, and it's, you know, it's a sitcom, so it's very formulaic. So it's, it's not as much of a stretch for me anymore, but, you know, just that steady work is so rare as an actor. So I'm kind of just enjoying it. And luckily I look very young. And so when, you know, hopefully when I come out the other side, I can then move on to these other characters and see, but I I definitely have an insecurity that I'm just going to be like typecast as like the Jeff Schwartz type of guy. It's, It's definitely naturally what I go to in my mind when I'm being negative actor guy. Well, then if you're negative like that, just think about truth or dare. And know that you- <laughs> true. Oh yeah, I think I. I mean, I could if I think of like other. I mean, I think I could see, and I don't know. You seem like the nicest person, but like I could see you taking on like a really sinister character. Yeah. Um. Uh. Like you know, I. I, I you know, I mentioned the Joker earlier. I think probably. I mean, the Joker seems like it's going to be done for a little <laughs> while. But like, I could I see know. you playing after, after Joaquin Phoenix just like knocked Crushed it out it. of the park. Yeah. <laughs> Let I, I, me give my Jeff Schwartz take on the joke. <laughs> well, no, but but I could see you playing a character who kind of unravels. Like I could see that working really well. Like someone who gets progressively kind of crazy and like sinister. a neurotic character that you used in the Goldbergs. Only instead of it's a comedy, it's a neurotic character that just unwinds yeah, and like comes like to wreak serial havoc. Killer. Like maybe like a American Psycho. Like you know, that's interesting. I, I like that. That's great. You guys are very nice. We love um, we love pitching things too. Yeah, we, we're huge pitchers. Poor poor Adam. Like we pitched like three TV shows to him. One actually, one lengthy no TV way. pitch to him when he was on the show. So we have this uh, third spinoff of in the larger Goldverse called Jenkintown, PA, set in the two thousands, but it's like a dystopian Jenkintown where Carla no is the mayor of Jenkintown, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just like it's still a comedy, but more of like a dark comedy, and it's just like think people have run amok in Jenkintown, PA, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like all these. Every... It, that's ironic because Jenkintown's like the sweetest small town, right? But in the two thousands, it really went through the ringer. I let me tell think you, think about it that's with so Carla. Yeah, Carla at the oh helm, just like trash She's can a... fires everywhere. So yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the let's talk about ballers. 
because uh, yeah, you're, you're. I mean, you're a huge sports fan. This is like, I mean, yeah. I mean, this is the sports entourage. Although I, 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 I don't, know, I, don't know, I hope this isn't upsetting anyone in Ballers. I think it's a better show than Entourage was. Uh, I think Baller. <laughs> I think Ballers at its at its worst moments was better than a lot of Entourage in my view. I think it was a really cool, timely show that took on some really interesting things. Um, yeah, yeah. But you got to mix it up with Rob Corchy. There's a guy who you know started know. off as goofy comedy and who can play dark. He was cool, man. He was awesome. I, I, I asked him a lot about the way he started, and he came up at, at uh, Upright Citizens Brigade, and he did improv like with his friends for a lot of years, and then he was on that children's hospital show. Yeah. But he was yeah, just yeah. so nice. That's he awesome. was so nice and super welcoming. Um, he came over to me one day and was like, dude, you're really funny. Like, It's great working with you, and that was just awesome because I've been a fan of him you know, for... I, he's been in movies for a long time now, Um Hot Tub Time Machine and all those other things. Oh, so, yeah. Lugal. It was cool. L- Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, Lugal. Yeah. That's Lugal. Wow. Um, exactly. What's the? Yeah, he was cool. What's the? So you, were, I mean, you were you were part of the agency. I don't exactly remember your word, but your role. <laughs> I was but... like a young. I was like a sports analyst that was working at SportsX. I was like a like the young like supposed to be working in marketing and having like the young take on everything. Got it. Okay. Oh, like it was, was kind of unclear take. to me, even. Yeah, I was. It was kind of unclear to me, even, like what I was doing. But I was just, you know, I was just you, stoked to be there. And you got you were in the hostile work environment, and then he has to come yeah. and suck up to you to get you to come back. Right. Um, exactly. I know. How funny was that? <laughs> if you could, <laughs> if you could have continued, because I, I didn't. I don't. I don't. I, did you do like three episodes? Four episodes? I did three. It was it was supposed to only be those two, and then they added me into that the, the third episode, which was like um, this pool party, like on a rooftop. And I have like one little moment at the end where I come up to Rob Corddry and I'm like, "Boss, great party!" And he's like, <laughs> "Shut up!" And I'm like, "Okay, cool." Like it was it was fun. Um, but yeah, I got to work with Odell Beckham Jr., which oh. was awesome. Wow. Yeah. How was he? He was super cool. He was super, super cool. I, I actually have a cool story about him. Um, yeah. So, so we worked. He, we did that scene uh, in the SportsX offices. It was on a Thursday, and then um, the next day, Friday, we were done with that. I wasn't working on the show that day, and it was my girlfriend and I's like anniversary. So we went to this kind of like nice restaurant in Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. and we were eating dinner. And then I see. I see Odell walk in with like a big group of people and he goes into the private room at this restaurant. And I was like, Oh my God, I literally just met this guy yesterday. And like, we worked together for like three hours and you know, I introduced myself. We talked for a while. He's super, super nice. And so I was like, I don't know if he would remember my name, but I feel like he would for sure remember my face. Like I should go say hi to him. Like why, why I literally not? just worked with him yesterday. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> like, you know, and, and so I, I called the the waiter over and I said, Hey man, like, I know this is kind of awkward, but I literally just worked on Ballers, that show yesterday with Odell Beckham Jr. Like, I saw him walk into the private room. Is there any chance you could send him a drink on my behalf? Just, like, whatever he's drinking, send him one from me. Yeah, it was kind of classy. And so he goes, "Uh, well, I'll see what I can do. And kind of, like, gave me that look of, like, all right, kid. Like, you fan of Odell. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I swear, like, I worked with him. And so then, like, 20 minutes goes by, and he he comes out of the private room and comes right to our table and gives me a huge hug, like introduces himself to my girlfriend was so nice. He was just, 
he was awesome. He was like, he was like, man, that was so fun yesterday. Like I was so nervous. You know, that was my first time acting. So I, I was very nervous and you were such a natural. And I was like, dude, you were great. You were such a natural. It was just like a nice moment. <laughs> and then did was, you like flip off the waiter? Like, see, I do know this guy. Yeah. No, I mean, it was, you know, he get, the waiter came over and was like, oh, I'm happy that worked out. <laughs> like, he probably, you he probably assumed it. Yeah, he probably assumed I had no fucking clue what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Odell was really nice. And that was just like a special experience because now I call, I call anytime he comes up, I'm like, oh, you mean my close personal friend, Odell Beckham Jr.? Because we're friends now. You know? You know. Casually, I don't think but... he knows my name, but he knows my face, that's, and so that's what matters. That's pretty cool. So you you do have a crew of like talented folks that you hang out with. I feel like you have your own JTP, um, uh, and then you have the real <laughs> that's JTP. That's kind of funny. Um, that's funny. Do you? Yeah, cr- I live with two of my best friends who are also actors. That, do you, which is pretty funny. Do you create right, Cameron? You mentioned Cameron Fuller, right? Yeah, yeah, Cameron Fuller. He's my he's my roommate. He. Uh, he's the best and then my other roommate is graham patrick martin who's he was on two and a half men and he was on this show called major crimes and he most oh, recently yeah. did that uh that hulu miniseries with george clooney catch 22 which was yeah, so yeah, yeah. cool it was really cool yeah like, it was wh- so good i loved it i loved it a f- yeah a lot i thought it was a really great adaptation of the book I agree. It was like kind of dark comedy. It was, it was, it was great. And I, I went to visit him when he was filming it in Sardinia, Italy, which was so cool. That was last summer. That's, um, that's awesome. Do you guys ever yeah. create together? Like, do you ever write or, or dream up bits or, or have like a dream project that you all want to do together? It's something that we all kind of talk about, but it's, it's, I mean, I don't know. We're all kind of busy with other stuff and like, it's 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 definitely something that we think about that we're like we come up with ideas sometimes but then we've never really seen it through um cameron and i are kind of working on this thing together where we kind of want to try to make one of those like food shows on like netflix you know like with all the like those cool travel food shows like we're, we're kind of trying to maybe do that because i love food so much and i I've been to all these different countries now and like eaten all these different cuisines and you so, like, you photograph quite a lot of food from what I've seen. There's <laughs> know, a lot of different people stuff. People make fun of me. People make a lot of fun of me for you, that. You until it pays out. off. Yeah. This is why yeah, you're a, an Instagram influencer. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to bring I'm trying to bring my influencing into a show. So it's something we've talked about, which is more of a reality style, I guess, but um, yeah, I, I mean, it would definitely be cool at some point. Graham and I have talked about writing other things together, but it's, it hasn't really happened yet. But we're all like separately writing stuff and trying to do things with whether it be with like another writing partner or whatever, you know, or, you know, but it's, it's also great, like just because they, you know, I'm pretty busy with Goldbergs now, but they have auditions all the time. And so our house is like constantly just actor house where we're all helping each other out and like, you know, and like, it's 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 really cool to have like other actors at your disposal that care about you and love you and want you to succeed. So, Aww. like, Do you guys Cam, ever go up Cameron to the same and Graham. Part? Oh yeah, Cameron and Graham. Uh, the, the, like two days ago, they both had a, a self tape for Stranger Things for the new season. Oh yeah, and so they, they were, start filming and so they in were, the new year. Exactly. Yeah. So they were both kind of like going over it together, and and uh, Graham went and put himself on tape like at a professional place but Graham put Cameron on tape for his tape so it's cool like everyone kind of helps each other and and yeah 
and uh, and also my my girlfriend's an actress also, so she, you know she'll be going over sides with the guys here too, which is hilarious. It's like a little actor house. Oh, that's awesome. That's that so is nice cool. to hear. So yeah. on the, on the show. So speaking of actors that look out for you from from looking on the outside, the Goldbergs really looks like a family, and you're you're getting a chance to work with like siblings who I think are brilliant. We talked to Sean over the summer. Um, uh, who was super gracious? The sweetest, the sweetest, sweetest guy. Sean is the sweetest. Sean is the sweetest kid in the world, and he's by the way so talented. Yeah. He's gotten so much better at acting as the years have gone on. Like I feel like he's becoming like this real, like this really great actor. Like I, you know, I, I think our show can be over the top sometimes, but Sean, like he's really the title character, and he grounds. I think he's grounding the show these days, like in such a real way, mm-hmm. because he's just he's the yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I, absolutely. So, so that's so you're kind of leading me to my question in general. Are there things that you learn or you admire about some of those folks? Like, uh, I know Ash has interviewed Wendy with Joe, and um, I don't, I don't think, I don't think George Siegel has been on <laughs> uh, 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 Hollywood legend George Siegel. But it, you know, you do yeah. have you access to these folks. Um, uh, what are there particular things you learn from working with Troy or from Haley or from Wendy or from George or Jeff? Um, that that you really take with you, or Sean, for that matter. I I could say something about every single one of those people. I think Haley is the most natural actress I've ever seen. This was her first acting job, and she I think is just so good at acting. And she seems to like you know if you ask her about it, she's like I don't know like if I'll ever work again after the show. And it's like Haley, you are so gifted naturally at this at this craft, and she can. She, like, what can she not do? She can sing. She right. can, you know, she's she's so good at comedy and so good at drama. And, like, so I'm not worried about her. Troy is the most – he is – no one else in the world could play Barry Goldberg because he is so – he is a comedy genius. The choices that he makes are so unique and so bizarre sometimes that I'm just constantly blown away by him at his talent and how – funny he is and and i just think he's great and sean like i said he's so natural jeff obviously legend and you know is so sweet and just like is one of the funniest guys ever i was a huge fan of curb before i got on the show and like i one time i came up to jeff at a dodger game when i was a kid and was like i love you so much and he was like (laughs) you know he was really nice to me like it was when i was a little kid i literally approached him and told him i loved curb and he was nice to me then and then i told him about it a couple of years later when we were on the show together. Love wow. him. George Siegel is obviously a legend and is so, so kind and has some amazing stories that he shares with us. But from Wendy, I've learned something really cool. She, Adam Goldberg brought me into his office once and he was like editing a, I think it was two years ago, it was the season finale. And he was like, I want you to see something that Wendy does. Wendy does a different she does something slightly different on every single take because, you know, we do a lot of takes on the mm-hmm. show, like whether it be the same setup or the same close up or whatever it is. And Wendy does like little things every time that are different and they're little choices, like little comedic choices that I now am trying to do myself because she gives, she, Adam said the reason that Wendy is such a pro and so great to work with is because she gives an editor so much to work with. She gives you so many different options of the same scene. And it, it can be like just putting a different like emphasis on a word in this, what like in a scene. And she does something different every time. And it's just really, really cool to see. And she's, 
I could go on and on about how great it is to work with Wendy because she's the most professional. She's number one on the call sheet and she really sets the tone of, of the show. And I think that the reason that the show is so successful is because of her, because, you know, without a, without someone like that being the main character on the show, it's, it's, it can be kind of hostile and it can be like on different sets. It's like the power, like the way that the, like the, the hierarchy works is weird, but Wendy is so great and such a woman of the people and like, is just so professional and talented. And like I said, she's always trying something new on each take, even though her first reading was probably the most brilliant thing you've ever seen. So I'm constantly learning from all of them. And I'm just super happy to be there. And the guest stars too. Like, you know, we don't get to see Talon as much, but he was the funniest guy ever. And Tim Meadows was the funniest guy ever. And AJ is amazing. Like, it's just a great group. It's a great group of actors and a great group of people. That warms our hearts. You know, like tearing uh, up right now. Here's here's a funny. Here's a funny. um, So I my family is from the Philly area. My cousins went to Penn Charter. And they 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 know the real Meller and the real CB and 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 all of that and so they they are they get they are blown away by the representation of these like the you know playing <laughs> real people like but but these exaggerated versions so you play a real person right yeah Jeff Schwartz he's he's so nice <laughs> <laughs> okay so you've you, you've met him uh, is he yeah is, does he so he he buys in he's on board with your Jeff Schwartz yeah he's He's super. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, he. First of all, I look like him. We look a lot alike, which <laughs> I is have wild. Mentioned, I have mentioned, like in the the old videos, it, you guys, another dead ringer. I mean, yeah, it's bizarre. I wonder if Adam even thought of that when he was casting. Like, I don't know if he did. I, I mean, he must have because when we talked with him, it seemed to cross his mind because all of you guys, all of the JTP, oh yeah, could be you know, dead ringers for the actual JTP. So I think it crossed his mind um, at, at some point that, hey, like, you know, Sam Lerner does really well with his character, but also he looks exactly like Jeff Schwartz. <laughs> Even Johnny Atkins yeah, looks when, like real Johnny we, Atkins. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally. I'm, I'm like Facebook friends with all these people, so I kind of can see. Um, but when we all auditioned, when the JTP all auditioned, we were all auditioning for, like, one character. We were all doing, like, Naked Rob or something. Oh. So I, so I guess like we all audition and then Adam like separately, you know, set us as these other characters. Like I'm pretty sure it was either Naked Rob or Jeff Schwartz. Everyone read the same sides though, wow. and there was we all read the same part, and then we all got cast as these different guys. So and uh, yeah, we happen to look like them. All right, let's talk about Adam. He, you know, he's he's to us he's more than an abstract showrunner. He's been, I mean. I don't. I don't think I've ever met a famous person who's been that gracious with fans. I mean, he. He's not only has he done the podcast. He's. He's arranged for us to get stuff over the years. I have this. Um, I have this thing in my office that we're sitting in right now where um, they. He sent us. He, and he, I know he sent. He sent this to Ash. And yeah, to, Ash and Joe. And Ash and Joe. The the, the autographed garbage pail kids and like this. Is oh not, yeah. Like I just don't. I don't think like. Um, you know, I don't think like the dude who runs. NCIS. I know you're on NCIS, which is why I dropped in there. I don't think the dude who runs NCIS is like, you know, taking phone calls from from random fans and like mixing it up on Twitter with them and taking, you know, and um, but w- so I imagine he's Speaking the same of NCIS, way. Mark Harmon. 
Mark Harmon was one of those guys that reminds me of like a Wendy. Like he sets the tone of the show. Oh, it was wow. so cool and that, so nice. That's awesome. Um, and which it, is why that show's been on for thirty-seven seasons. Right. Yeah. Wait. And and, <laughs> not, and and not only that, in your scene as uh, Nathan Tobias, you got to be manhandled <laughs> by Mark Harmon, who my know, mother loves, and I'm sure she's very jealous that you got to have so much. He was also giving me like he was giving me acting notes. I'll never forget that. He was like, he was like, okay, let's try this scene again. He was like, what you? He was not directing the episode, but he was like, he was like, what you're doing is you're overreacting to the fact that I'm grabbing you, and I'm like, I'm but like Mark Harmon, like what the hell, man? <laughs> I'm like, first of all, I'll do anything you say because you're Mark Harmon, but second of all, like what the hell, man? Why are you giving me line reading? And he was, but he also like gave me this whole mouthful about how I need to go to college because I was telling him that I don't go to college because I'm just an actor and like I know what I want to do and so I don't feel like I need to go to college. And he was like, "Wrong, you need to go to college, and here's why." But anyway, sorry, sidetrack. Ah, no, that was a great. I I wanted to get Mark Harmon in there for my mom, who's 100 percent going to listen to this. So now that we've talked about Mark Harmon, um, uh, I was asking you about oh showrunners. <laughs> Um, yeah. Give us Adam. a little bit about Adam. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Adam's very unique in that way. I mean, this show is about his life. So maybe that's part of the reason that he's so great and so sweet to the people that are really big fans of the show. But I think he's just, he's, he's a mensch. Like he's just a mensch. He's very, he's a, he's a loyal, really sweet man. Like I, I don't know what else, I could say about him and obviously so talented and so funny. Um, but like, yeah, I, I, I just think this is like really special for him, for him. I don't know if he ever knew that his show would be as successful as it is. I mean, maybe he did, but like I, he's got one of the number one rated comedies on ABC. So it's, it's, it must be really cool for him to, to have seen all this happen. And you know, the fans that really care, I, I'm not surprised that he, that he does the things that he does for them because he's, even to the cast, like he's so sweet to us. And he's, he's, when I got made a series regular, he was like totally part of the reason. And he, I mean, obviously, cause it's his show, but he was like, when it happened, he was, you know, he sent me an email like, dude, I'm so proud of you. This is so amazing. I love having you on the show. Like he's just, he's a really thoughtful guy. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think that that's part of the reason why he has two hit shows on the network. You know, it's, it's, it's not easy to do that, but he's he's really good at what he does, and he's nice, and people like to work with him. That's, that's I guess that's true for like all industries. It, so he has, so yeah. he, He's he's got this develop. I don't know if it's development deal, but he's got this deal with ABC, which means he's going to get to play with you know new new properties. And we we were yeah, like, we he's were so happy. We were prognosticating ourselves like, oh, what would we want Adam to work on? What would you want? Yeah. What would you want Adam to work on? Like, what would be the product project where you would be like, "Oh, Adam would do that perfectly." I don't know. I mean, there's there's so much there. They have so much. I, I mean, I, I think I heard they have literally everything, and especially now that they bought Fox. I mean, I I think is it basic to say like a Star Wars? Like, I I feel like funny people getting involved with Star Wars has has been great. I mean, there's aren't there like really like the last couple star wars weren't they directed by like comedy directors and uh, like well fat well like fa- ryan well i would say favreau who is both a dramatic and 
but really, I really mean, it, started it, out as comedic. Comedic. He's got the show. Yeah. He's got he's got the Mandalorian. He's got the sort of centerpiece of the new network of the of the streaming service. So wow, of Disney Plus. And, and yeah, I, a huge part of make of what makes Star Wars good. It's that true. But yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, Adam would crush it in Star Wars. Obviously, I think yeah. Adam would crush Star Wars. I, I I heard something about maybe Muppets that he wants to work on. Uh, I heard something that too. With the I heard Muppets. he was like he might be like revamping Muppets, possibly for the new streaming site. Um, yeah, yeah, I I he mean do I don't even do. know. Like I, what else does Disney own that he would crush? I I I feel like he loves he loves it all. I can't really even think of anything. Oh yeah, well no, he'd be. I think the Muppets would be a killer. The Muppets would be like right up his alley. Um, of course, of course, obvious. Of course, Star Wars. I'd like to see him like. So you know how you did you did the Blumhouse film, and I think that's so cool that you got involved with them because those guys are brilliant. They know how to turn out like, yeah. a really uh, good horror movie. I, I'd like to see Adam. Yeah, they're cool. I'd like to see Adam play with like a horror, you know, franchise like an Alien. Or or some, oh, that some would one be of those awesome. darker properties that they've inherited. Is that from Disney Fox. or Fox? Well, it's Fox. Yeah, it's Fox. So oh wow, you know, let Adam. How cool I, would that I mean, be? I mean, that's Ridley Scott, but but something that's like a little bit edgier and darker from the Fox from the Fox side, like I, a Gremlins. Yeah, yeah, you could do oh. Gremlins. Yeah, Gremlins really would be well. cool. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. I mean, I'm sure part of him wants to do something a little darker and grittier because he's been in the sitcom world for so long. He would be that. That would that would be fun to see Adam play with something like that. Yeah, that would be fun. I I just want to work with him forever. I think he's great. Well, before we go, I just wanted to to ask you. I know that you were at the Lakers game. I want you know, <laughs> you know. Let's say this is take five right now. What is your, you know, hot take on the Lakers this season? Uh, first game against the Clippers, it didn't look great, but it wasn't a terrible showing, I'd say. I'd say our biggest weakness is our bench. Compared to the Clippers, we are, like, mm-hmm. so thin. Um, it's really depressing. I want to know, what do you think? Are we playoff bound? Do we get the number six spot? Thoughts? I think I, I think if if the guys stay healthy, then I think that we could definitely make we should make the playoffs. I mean, that would be insane if we don't. But I also right. think that we need we need one more piece. Like we need like like a Cameron was talking about Carmelo or like picking up like a Jamal Crawford, like someone like that that can create their own shots. I think that that would be really important for us. Um, the Clippers are really scary, especially because they destroyed us the other night without Paul George. And then they and just destroyed the Warriors last night, so... Yeah. Oh, did they win that game? I didn't yeah. even... they, like, yeah. won by, like, 20. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, they're just so good. And Kawhi Leonard, like, I did not... Like, I've always thought Kawhi was good, obviously, but I did not know he was this good. Like, mm-hmm. he his offense the other night, like, he was hitting turnaround jumpers like he was Kobe Bryant. It was <laughs> so weird to see him doing that. And his game is just, like... He's crazy good. He's like, crazy he good, do, and... And uh, he never got the spotlight at the Spurs. And then we, when he went to Toronto last year, you'd see him like he like had a breakout season. I was like, he's always been this good. It's just been kind of like he's been kind of he, held, chained back with the Spurs. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think that like now, like even though he's so awkward, he's like 
you know, to be a star in LA, like maybe he's now ready for it. Like he's ready for that spotlight because he does have the talent to back it up. Um, we all knew about his defense, but I mean, just his game now, I'm like blown away by him. And I'm, I'm I'm really nervous. I I think he's the best player in the NBA by a long shot. I think like there's like, especially with Kevin Durant hurt this year and like, obviously LeBron's my guy, but like, you know, I think that I just think Kawhi is like, taking over right now so i'm definitely scared yeah i'm scared i agree though that we have enough talent on the floor um with ad and you know lebron and everything i i just i fear if we get hurt like what if dwight howard gets hurt he had a good showing on on uh tuesday but what if he gets hurt yeah he was okay yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah we just don't have a I, i just i I worry about yeah about our stars getting hurt because we do not have a bench and I'm I I think that we're supposed to be a defensive team but yet we got destroyed On the like rebounds. you know by oh my God. exactly right didn't we have like like Dwight had like no rebounds and, and our, Anthony Davis had like our defensive boards yeah. were kind of pitiful <laughs> right um, but yeah I don't know I'm yeah. a, I'm a little but more I also feel like hopeful. LeBron I feel like LeBron is like you know he's one of those guys that's just he's like don't get worried like we're gonna figure it out he was the first game like in his post game interview he was just like guys it's game one and people are like well how do you care about like how do you feel about the rivalry with you and the Clippers and he's like first of all it's not a rivalry and that was game <laughs> one like calm right. down yeah like I think that he's not rattled by this stuff because he's seen everything but I also want him to like take over and make sure that we, you know, are dominant because we should be. It's, it's, it's been, been a decade. Let's many, go. Yeah, it's been exactly. A, it's when been I was in high school was when Kobe and Powell were, were like three-peating. Yeah. And that was the best it years was the, ever. It and was the so, best experience to be alive for that. Exactly. And now it's just like so sad. Like the past, especially the past like six years, have just been so sad. Like I it's know. just been depressing. Like I... Maybe we're spoiled because the Lakers have won so many times and, like, fans from other cities are probably, like, exactly, like, let us have a chance. But I'm like, no, we're the Lakers, and we're the best, and we we should be the best. And on that note, guys, Lake Show, Laker Nation. um, (laughs) It is now morphed. (laughs) Yeah, we've we've morphed from learner heads to the Lake Show. I want to learn her up. This has been a great podcast for me. I'm just talking about all the stuff I love, myself (laughs) and the Lakers. (laughs) That is what what you're here for. Um, That's why, yeah, that's what we wanted it to feel that way. Uh, uh, It feels great. uh, I'm sure we'll be... (laughs) We're going to wrap up. We are. Um, but I, um, just to get back to your dad for a minute, um, because, mm-hmm. again, I'm such a fan. There's there's one thing that is on my bucket list now. I'm not putting pressure on you for this to ever happen, but should I ever get back to L.A., I'm going to go to the Wexler's Deli that you guys are always eating at <laughs> and just sit there until your dad comes in <laughs> so I can eat some sort hey, of, look, like, smoked meat I can, smoked ar- I can with arrange him. that. <laughs> some sort of smoked meat I with can, him. I can definitely arrange that. Um uh, that deli looks incredible. <laughs> it's really great. Those guys have like become friends of mine and they're great. I mean, they're, they're like the big LA deli because, you know, I think the better stuff is in New York and in LA, we have a couple, like there's Langer's, which is like near downtown. That's really good. But Wexler's is like this, like cool, young, like up and coming deli. And oh, they're nice. like now on Delta flights and stuff. Like they're just, oh, they're, wow. they're really wow. cool guys. 
Yeah, they're well, really looks, cool guys, looks, and they have a couple of good locations. It looks legit. As an East Coaster, I can tell you it looks legit. Um, yeah. And this other thing, I just a memory I think you'll probably get a kick out of, uh, which I we can cut out if you don't want me to talk about it, by the way. But you know <laughs> that my earliest memory of your dad was I was a little kid, and I was like a nighttime, you know, watching a nighttime drama. I was watching The Commish, and... The, which starred Michael Chiklis, who would eventually go on to be like, you know, the master on the shield. And you're, uh-huh. do you, I don't know if you know about this part that your dad played, but he played a teacher that doubled as like a, like a predator, like a, like a <laughs> child molesting predator. And oh like, God. there's like all nope, these scenes. Of him, there's all these scenes of him, like driving around the city, like hunting for children during the like downtime. That's terrible. <laughs> it's really terrible. I mean, clearly it hasn't haunted him in his career because he's had a good But it career. has clearly haunted you. It, I, I, no, he, yeah. he does, I will say, I'd seen him in other things later, but for a while, that is what I thought of. Uh, if I were to run into him at the deli, do you think he would want to talk about the fact that he had such an impact on me as a child, or should I just go straight to Lou Schwartz and Shut let him cavell about his son? Oh, man. I mean, you know... I think he, I think he could take it, okay. but I, I, I'm not sure. I literally did not know that until you just told me. So that's really funny. Yeah. I had no idea that he played a role like that. It's a great dramatic um, part, by the way, because he's this like beloved teacher, and then they find out he's got this dark side, and there's this whole right, you know, very dark side. But like, I was a little kid, and I remember every minute of that episode when it came out. And that's oh my god, why yeah, because it scarred you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'm so sorry on on his behalf. Well, yeah, you can, for him scaring you as a child. If he, you know, if he ever, if he's ever, you know, if you if he ever's criticizing a part you're taking, you can always bring throw this that up. back at him. <laughs> exactly. I know an almost forty year old male who uh, is haunted by your performance. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. But yeah, uh, you know, we want to thank you from the the Goldner Nation, and obviously your. Learner Heads VP and President. Um, thank you so much for being on this podcast. We had a blast. Of course. As Shy it was say, super fun. Was... Y- you are a mensch, and uh, I hope I'm okay. That's loud for me to say. Yeah, that. you can say that. That's okay. that's that's. that's yeah. Of course, okay. you can say Oof. that. You can say okay, I didn't want to get in trouble at the end, but uh, <laughs> no, he's doing no. so well. No, but thank it's, you I don't so think much. It's derogatory. No, 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 no. It's of possible. course. There's other things I'll warn you, but that's okay. That one's good. Fine. Um, but no, right. this has been a blast. Thank you so much. You know, for those, I had a great time. For those who want to see your budding Instagram influencer career, where can <laughs> we find you online? Oh man, it's Sam Lerner. S A M L E R N E R. Just check me out on Insta. Like, subscribe, follow. Trying yeah. to get those brand deals. I'm trying to influence. We're so, trying to influence the know. world. Hey man, you're, you're almost <laughs> at you're almost at a hundred thousand, dude. This could this could put I know. you over. How crazy is that? That people like me, I guess. That's amazing. We're gonna put you over. Learner hey. heads, get on it. Gold nerds, get on it. <laughs> and, We're gonna put you over one hundred k. And let's be clear. Come when, on. I, when I go in and I order that corned beef sandwich at Wexler's, I'm going to tell them <laughs> that I am spending this money because of Sam Learner's Instagram. Mm. That's very. Hey, consider yourself influenced. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Sam. Um, uh, you know, have a great day. Have a great weekend. Go Lakers tonight. Of have course. fun at the game. Thank you. You guys, too. Thanks for doing this. This was really fun. All right. All right. Take care.
We sign off okay. the show. We sign off the show, though. Just so you know, with two, I would mm-hmm. say, what are really iconic Jeff Schwartz lines. Yeah. So. No way. We're not Every just time. doing this for you. Yeah. Well, one is more gen- general, but one is an actual Jeff Schwartz line. Go ahead. Oh, well, Let's hear no, it. You do, you do. All right. JTPL. And then I say. Wow. And then I say, have a summer. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Every episode. Yeah. I feel honored. JTP out. Have a summer, you guys. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey there, Gold Nerds. Shy here. We were so excited about our interview with Sam that we forgot to mention where you can follow all of the amazing Gold Nerds activities. So if you love the Goldbergs, if you love the Goldfirst, follow us at thegoldnerds.com or on Twitter, which is at goldnerds, or on Instagram, which is at the Gold Nerds. You can also follow Ash's amazing fandom of Wendy at WendyMCFansite.com. You can follow Lons at PKPrime12 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me at Pancake4Table. That's Pancake and the number 4 table on Twitter and Instagram. And catch me every week on the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Again, Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Sam Lerner for an amazing, amazing interview. And uh, thanks to all the Gold Nerds for always participating and listening to this program. And of course, have a summer. JTP, out. (laughs) 